Hi, Anne here. Today we're going to talk about skeletons in the closet, the medium from false irrelevant ads to full-up partisan fights. It is not a new tactic to use the media to send political message during campaign time, since it's a pipeline to presidential candidates for voters. And since a presidential candidate can't be everywhere at once, this has been the easiest way to communicate with voters. The more technology has changed, the easier it has been for the media to progress information, from more newspapers to Roosevelt's fireside chats to television to internet to social media. And candidate, and it's really important because the media has been able to create candidate images, and this affects voters' inf- um, way of thinking, and has been able to influence the political contest. Recently, it seems to have gone to an extreme than your average partisan political message. The media seems to be withholding information, spreading the story, or not investigating the whole truth. Because the internet and social media has made it easy to post a ton of stories in an instance before getting the whole truth. Because you want to be the first person to publish your article on what just happened. It's even And juicy information like the skeletons in the closet. The skeletons in the closet we're looking at are sexual misconduct scandals because both parties are at equal circumstances, so it's easier to contrast the media coverage on those instances. We'll be looking at Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Kavanaugh, since it can be claimed that it was a target on Trump to diminish his credibility. And then we're looking at Joe Biden. This is especially important because the Me Too movement has been more prevalent than today than ever before because more people have come forward against celebrities, people in power. Hmm. Now, how do we get to this point? Well, we've always had partisan media, and it's always been a tactic to spread the accusations to make the other party look bad And it's a lot easier to do when you have technology because it can be shared an instant and at multiple times. And especially the last 28 years from Bill Clinton era together to today, it's pretty easy to change the narrative pretty quickly. You don't have to wait. So before you can even um, create an image, some other news story is being argued. So... (laughs) It's pretty easy to have conflicting messages and you just end up attaching to something that best fits your political ideology. <laughs> I mean, even from the beginning, we've had political parties were controlled by the political e- elites who, cre- who communicated to the people f- through partisan newspapers, so it's not a new thing. And we've always been on this system. I mean, Van Buren was able to have a system that used partisan newspapers to spread accusations to now the ordinary citizens. So it just keeps getting more and more. Um, Since elite polarization has led to party-centric thinking on the mass level today, unresponsible for these communications. And we've gotten to the point where Republicans and Democrats often often gravitate towards media that reflect their partisan ideology and you could be watching a news story that um both outlets are covering but could have a completely different narrative because they're connecting to what people want to hear not what just actually happened so 
there's less shared facts. Um, this has also caused flawed arguments because of the spinning of the story and producing fake news. And it's a big tactic, defense tactic for, um, the media uses to make one party look better or worse than the other. And it's more biased. It's not really a medium ground, which is, has even more divi- political division since the media has direct influence on public perception. And I think the 1992 election was when we saw a start to party polarization, double standard, because Clinton claimed a double standard, that Bush, Bush wasn't receiving the same scrutiny, and there, Clinton was getting unfair treatment and getting perceived negatively. But that's not really the case, because the incumbent Bush was more critiqued on failures that the media didn't even touch. And I think one of the reasons could be that there was more access to technology, so it looked like there was more negative political messages, but there's also still positive. And partisans see balanced treatment as biased towards the other candidate. Um, And partisans are also more sensitive to bias. And also... Most newspapers are going to gravitate toward the position of the majority of people living in some of the cities because they want people to read their newspaper. And if it has conflicting messages, no one's going to read it or create this as vi- like truth. And, um, yeah. So we're going to start comparing the sexual misconduct skeletons um so how is bill clinton able to have admit to having sexual relations with an intern and impeached by the house of representative and still remain popular and he was able to use the media to his advantage because before oh the media was broadcasting the story there was jokes on snl but then he was able to remain popular during the senate trial which got him acquitted so in the beginning, majority of Americans thought he should step down because he was unfit for office since he had made Monica lie under oath. But he was able to spin the story with the broadcasting of the State of Union because he was able to make it a right-wing conspiracy. Hillary defended her husband. He was also able to talk about the positives but of the economic prosperity, political stance on public issues, that he has the American people in mind, so he's able to speak to the people, which led to skepticism of his guilt. And he was also able to convince people to hate the enemies more, um, because Monica Lewinsky was held without a lawyer, her mother was forced to testify, showing those unfair treatments. And then the House GOP not being sympathetic and convincing the he was and Clinton was able to convince the public it was a political vendetta, and this just made people forget that he's unfit for office, because prior to the State of the Union, two thirds of Americans believed he should resign after it fell fifty percent, and most Americans did not want to impeach him. It's hard. It's sometimes hard to like think that. 
would have been different if it was a different time period. But it's still an important piece that the media was still an influence on keeping him popular. And didn't really cause that much division after. Probably because it was prior to the Me Too movement. It's never happened before. So there wasn't a baseline. But it's still important because the media was able to um, change the narrative on Clinton. And now Trump is a different case because he's the second. And people already didn't like him in the first place because of the 2016 election. So I think Trump's allegations have caused more division. So that's the public perception making him more hated by the um, by the Democrats since they think he's unfit for office, causing partisan fights among the general public for, like, why did you vote for him or why didn't you vote for him? Because the media has been able to create an image where he's not a good president and never showing the positives. And most Democrats now, especially the party polarization, aren't really exploring what he is doing well, more just the negative and that he's not fit for a bipartisanship. But I don't think people have ever discovered what he's actually done because of they're more like-minded and one-party-centric, which is very dangerous because you're going to cause a division among Americans. And it's better to have bipartisan unison than complete polar opposites because we're never going to get anything done. And this is another example of the Democrats not want, would rather him not in office no matter what and just causing this division from being scrutinized. And the media has no issue believing the woman and not really paying attention to what Trump's doing positively like they're able to do for Clinton. I mean, I mean, Trump's never showed interest in the sexual assault like Biden, who was part of the decoding letter. So you can't really blame him. I mean, what he did was completely like, wrong, but there's no proof. And it's not like there's hypocrisy there. Like he's changing his argument. Like he stayed pretty much what he was going to do. He hasn't really changed like Biden. So that Brett Kavanaugh and Joe Biden are the tipping edge complaint uh, reasons why we're trying to focus on this because now you have two mirror um, claims around the same where one had a Senate trial and the other didn't. So it's showing the unfairness now. So I think Brett Kavanaugh has shown that there is a lot of bias towards the media, especially when Joe Biden came into the mix. Because we all knew, like, people didn't like Trump, and that was just another reason to hate him. But this kind of shows that there was no reason to hate Kavanaugh, besides being an ally to Trump. So, (laughs) and Democrats were probably tired of losing power because Kavanaugh was replacing Anthony Kennedy, who was a swing vote, and were worried to overturn Roe versus Wade 
But it's worth noting that it's been said multiple times that it wasn't going to be touched no matter what. But it was more because they want to get their agenda done. And Brett Kavanaugh also had a role in the investigation of Bill Clinton. Did White House work for Bush? And he would prevent the Democrats from moving forward to the agenda with the Russian meddling. And once they found Christine Blasey Ford, there was no stopping the Democrats from using the media to create an image of Kavanaugh being a monster and guilty before the trial even started. And the fact that it was able to broadcast left any room for secrecy. And this caused a division among Republicans, Democrats again, because we were split yet again from all this. So these, all it seems like all these misconduct cases have caused division among Americans, and it's just going to keep doing it, especially when Joe Biden has been involved. And this isn't healthy because you're going to cause people to have arguments, not being able to express their opinions because they're worried what the other person will think. And the only reason I added Brett Kavanaugh is because of it was really only to diminish the credibility of Trump and make people divide over Trump yet again. And this is really not a healthy environment whatsoever. So now we move to the big issue where <sighs> Joe Biden's a Democrat and the Democrats are Me Too oriented. I mean, Bill Clinton. I mean, Bill Clinton was a Democrat, but this was before Me Too. And it's just showing the unfairness that the media has and the bias towards Democrats. Because it would have been okay. Like, we could have ignored Bill Clinton because he was pre. But now, since we have Joe Biden, it's showing that it's not okay. Because initially the article was published on Easter. And, I mean, originally Democrats... Democratic elites that were more liberal, um, such as AOC, believed Tara Reid, but they weren't allowed to because they had to show support through like the media and their social media that they are support for Biden because you have to show unification no matter what, and it was too late to get a new candidate. So they were stuck with Biden since they're more focused on the Republican em- downgrading the Republican image versus creating a better image for themselves. So they were stuck with Biden. And now we have the split again where Republicans are more likely to believe the allegation than Democrats, which is reversed for Kavanaugh. And it's showing the hypocrisy of Democrats because they're more Me Too oriented and should be accountable. And I'm surprised people haven't seen less through it, but you would have to do more research And if it weren't for the party polarization, it would be a completely different story because now it's about, like, power more than morality, morals. And it's also hard because, yeah, they're both sexual misconduct, but Kavanaugh was something he supposedly did in high school. And and now we have Biden, who it was done in a position of power, which is much worse and, like, should have been, um, it should have been looked at more because if they did this whole Senate trial for Kavanaugh, why is it a different situation? 
which is again showing the hypocrisy and how the media was able to spin the story to convince the public that it's a non-event when really we should have an even playing field. And if you have feminist organizations going to the media saying, well, Ford is definitely telling the truth, but Tara Reid's not because... They never said it was because he's a Democrat, but, like, they had to say there's no way this could happen. And Joe Biden has denied the situation. They've been um, trying to find any loophole to convince the public. And unlike... Um, Kavanaugh's situation where they didn't even focus on the facts they just automatically assumed and it was released in the media with an instance so people were getting conflicting messages so that's how we divided the country and I really think this is a bad idea because Democrats are making a huge mistake because if they keep playing the cricket game and something else happens they're going to lose all credibility, especially, like, hurting the Me Too movement for people that have come forward and basically backtrack because it was politically inconvenient. And if you're going to play the Me Too game, you have to be able to have it equal or it's just going to not turn relevant anymore and it's going to diminish the um, truth. And so they have to be careful. Like, is morals better than power? Or is just power more important now? And it's just more about um, creating the false image, not actually caring about the Me Too movement and sexual misconduct. It's just lesser of two evils now. And they can hide from the media. The media is put in place now as a defense because they can easily spin the story to be biased and people will probably believe anything now since we're so party polarized it's just i'm worried the democrats opened the can of worms and they should have probably found a better candidate and they would never been in this mess but it's too late so the media has been used as a huge mechanism to spin the story because they want to keep biden as a viable candidate or the Democrats will definitely not be able to go against Trump because you can't just drop a candidate at this point. Or the Democrats wouldn't even have a nominee because everyone's dropped out at this point. And they just wasted four years of digging up skeletons and lost every single time. So they really relied on the defense instead of the offense, which was a huge mistake. Media should never play defense. They should play some offense. And it's just, it's because beating Trump is far more important than having a viable candidate. Um, I mean, it's not a, both sides shouldn't even play the game. But Republicans do an advantage due to the Democrats setting an expectation to believe all women. But it's still a sticky situation because you don't want to continue the allegation train because you can't overreact or you're going to look more like a hypocrite, too, because Trump has also been out, had allegations toward him and had some other allegations besides sexual misconduct. So it's just a not a win-win situation and should have probably never been opening the can of worms that the Democrats started with Kavanaugh. Hmm. 
And I don't think it would matter if it was just Trump and Clinton, but I think we've gotten to the point where it just is a downward spiral for both, and people have to be careful how they treat it because pe- there's both um, areas for both um, media outlets to cause some negative publicity for both. Okay, so let's review. Access to the media has led Americans to forgive and forget. Biden, for example, has changed many positions in order to convince the American people that he aligns with their views and a changed image. But this can be so confusing because just because what he's saying and broadcasting, you're not sure if he's actually going to do what he says or just follow his political agenda. Um, The media has also hidden skeletons and produced positive images to outweigh the negatives because it's a key tactic to keep um, presidential candidate in good standings with the American people. And unfortunately, there's more liberal media outlets than conservatives, so <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of party polarization with that and could cause a lot of some hatred between both and division. Um, the Democrats also need to be careful since it could come back to bite them since Biden has not been popular in the last couple elections, like he's never performed well. It's not like he was really close in 2008, and the only thing he has is Vice President of Obama, which could be interesting because 2016 showed that people were tired of politicians and not sure if they're going to get anything they done and were tired of the economic economic parts. They wanted a strong person to improve our economy. There's also some Americans can see right through it, but you have to do your own research to uncover the skeletons. But most people only want to watch what aligns to their views. And especially with Biden, Democrats are trying hard to ignore what's going on. But if we all start off this, let's forgive, like, the um, Clinton scenario and not done to the Trump and Kavanaugh thing, we've probably been okay, especially the media and the liberal media. But it's another story to broadcast um, because it's a dangerous game of compared to this, it's not that bad. If you could like a candidate and can get past the flaws like people did for Clinton, um, then vote for him. But the witch hunt game that the Democrats started is not smart for politics, as we've seen with Trump, that they did with Trump and Kavanaugh. And they're doing the same thing when they did with Clinton. But I guess also Clinton was premier too, Trump wasn't, Kavanaugh, but especially what they're doing with Biden, it's hard to get past this biasy that in portrayal can can image the media's broadcasting. It also seems like I think we got to the party polarization point where we might not be able to punish for consequences because everyone believes that the candidate they have is a saint and could do no wrong. Because Nixon is the only recent president to be punished for his consequences. And both parties in the media were able to get on board. But now, if one person is accused, we've gotten to a partisan fight. And God forbid, our um, candidate of that party is not guilt- is guilty. Thank you for listening to my podcast.